What's going on, everybody? It is Thursday, February 2nd, and you have found the Pinwheels and Ivy podcast. I am your host, Matt Swaski, a.k.a. Southside Zoe, a.k.a. Father Zoe, and with me, as always, Mr. Aldo Soto. Zoe, nothing else to say, but welcome back, and I'm glad to hear that you're not in just pain-numbing... Crack your skull open pain. I, I mean, that was a, that's an extremely accurate description. Worst pain in my life. Loving the glasses. Have to do it, man. I didn't do it's sunglasses because, but yeah, Doc Doc told me that this will help speed up the recovery process. I think I look like a guy that looks smarter than us. Fake smart. <laughs> uh, I don't know what's wrong with his camera, but the good Reverend K fits. No, Kevin oh, has glasses, and he's got an eye patch. <laughs> God damn it. What's up, What's up, What's <laughs> up? Oh. Glad your eyes feeling better. I decided to join in, in, in solidarity, and so I actually jabbed myself in the eye with a fork earlier. And oh, uh, so here we are. Out. Just want to make sure that uh, I'm a hunk of hump of burning love while I do it. So I, uh, <laughs> I drove 20 minutes to get fucking sunglasses for this stupid-ass joke, so I'm just going to wear it now. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and live from his new digs. I'm going to make up a new name for you right now, bud. This is Missouri Mitch. There you go. What's up, well, Cattle Report? What's going? What's good with the cattle in Missouri? It's a, it's a huge, huge week. Not only, I guess, Missouri Mitch, but NASCAR's back this weekend and Zoe's back. I mean, what's not to like? What a great way to kick off that month. I don't think those two are uh, mutually exclusive, bud. I think I was I was sitting it out waiting for NASCAR to come back. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's no. like when like the stars having their rest game. On like they know there's like the big game coming up on the weekend schedules. So they're setting this one. I was load management. Yep, there you go. Well, we got a great show for you guys today. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to be talking about uh, off-season grades, prospects. Uh, the 2005 White Sox and video games, uh, booty cheek pitchers list, uh, and cattle reports. Now we're gonna leave that one out. Mitch is a little burnt out on cattle reports. For those who don't know, our guy NASCAR Mitch moved down to Missouri, Missouri, and got a got a big boy job there working doing what are you doing play by play and yeah play by play covering their local area sports slash Mizzou slash the Chiefs. You know, all the Missouri Slash teams, beef. Right? Oh, wait. Yeah. Well, so like, how, are you covering the Chiefs? So we don't, for our radio station, we don't actually like go cover. We, we just kind of have to like, they, they send us the stuff and like, you know, we read them off. So it's like vaguely covering them. Um, but still, that's pretty like, solid. That's a yeah, yeah. pretty good It's a big station. <laughs> they got like four different uh, radio stations in the same building and we broadcast out of all four. But like when I got the job, so the cattle report thing they're referring to, is when I got the job it was for doing like radio play by play and like sports slash news coverage. So like they have like a talk show every Friday um, that they help host, you know, whatnot. But apparently part of the job is reading like weather and like cattle reports. So like weather I can do. Cattle reports one of those things like, you know, like on everyone's resume, you lie a bit. It's like, well, I can read and cattle, what do they have to report? This will be easy. Well, it turns out it's not that easy. It's like commodity <laughs> reports. But I so the thing came up for me to read. And I had no idea what it is. It's like feeder cattle futures for July. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And there's like this big chart. They got all these low letter. They keep changing on you. And I guess you're only supposed to read like two columns of them. I didn't know that. So I'm like reading the thing. I'm like, uh, and you know, I don't know if it's like cattle that died or like the price change. I guess it is the price change. That's passed away. Right, right. It's like, well, I guess it's cold out. So like 
hypothetically, 1,500.2 cows could have died. So I'm reading this thing, completely butchering it. And then we get like an angry call in, like, what the hell was that? I'm tuning in to get my feeder report. And I got this jacket. I don't know what the hell's going on in the market. Yeah, that was me. Um, this is but now we know. Now we know how to read a cattle report, slash farm report, slash wheat report, commodity if it, report. If enough it. people subscribe to the YouTube channel during this show, we will release a clip of Mitch reading cattle reports. <laughs> I don't know if that'll help. Yes. No, I think, <laughs> Mitch, I, I think you're underestimating the market in Chicago here to, read, to hear you reading cattle reports. But, All right. Well, we will, I'll, do, I'll do my best to pull up a cattle report. <laughs> but very excited to be back. Sorry for missing last week, guys. I couldn't even speak i was in so much pain but that's neither here nor there um see people in the comments already saying they need that cattle report mitch all we right. gotta got go. fire that up but uh, <laughs> all that being all that being said let's tap this guy free build of the favorites we here for the latest south side or the north side not tuned to the greatest home team for the home teams both sides got our own rings on the mound or the long ball but we don't put the wrong strings yeah it's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantes or the whole league that we hear now. New show with a new mood. Discussions and interviews. Trade rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the boy, yeah. Every season they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the Uh, as always, the show is brought to you by Sports Mockery, sportsmockery.com. Make sure you download the app, turn on push notifications, so you'll be the first to know the latest Bears trade draft rumor because there's only 15,000 of them right now, as well as the NBA trade deadlines coming up. So you're going to want to turn on those push notifications. Both Chicago teams should be very busy in the near future. Sports Mockery, sportsmockery.com. And also brought to you by Uncle Bud's Sports Bar and Grill, 9700 South Cicero, although. Cicero. What did I say? You said central. You're you're putting people. You know why I said couple that? Couple blocks away. Why? No, do you know why I said that? Why? Grew up on South Central in Cicero, Illinois. Oh, there it you go. Just, mm. It was just in my head. It was just in my head. But it's my on bad. Cicero. My bad. You're all good. I'm just glad you remembered Uncle Bud's. Okay. So uh, they got trivia Tuesdays. They got karaoke, and they got Taco Tuesdays. There's, the food is phenomenal. I finally got to sit down and like eat the food. And all sponsors and bullshit aside, the food is fantastic. So go out, try Uncle Bud's, tell them Pinwheel sent you. Uh, I don't know if that'll get you anything. We're working on that, but you should still say it because it, it sounds awesome. People and, probably people probably got some South Central. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 97 South Central, where's that? That's I think that's actually a Little League park. Anyways, uh, <laughs> and also – Knew that we need to plug that you guys forgot last week, but Fids has been working very hard at putting together this merch store for us. Fids, this is when you model your shirt. Oh, is this what I'm supposed to? <clears throat> so, yeah. But there is shirts, there's hats, there's baseball tees, there's fanny packs, which are super dope. Fanny we, got packs. Our, we got our faces on, on the <laughs> fanny, <laughs> fanny pack. Think about that for a second. Our faces, your crotch. 
let's go. Or if, your navel, really. If I see anyone in this universe in public <laughs> wearing that fanny pack out, instantly buying you three drinks. And you can Ooh. fit like five or six beers. They're a little bit larger than normal fanny packs, too. So, like, it's like a, it really is a, I'm going to go to this tailgate and bring six beers of my own <laughs> choosing kind of thing. That's actually so, it really that. does. Maybe we should, we should, we should get together and try to remarket this as instead of fanny pack, we'll call it a tailgate bag. Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh, yeah, there you go. Nice. I, think, I think that works. Yeah, a satchel. It's a satchel. There's Skittles in there. Um, yeah. yeah, but go check it out. We're going to be tweeting out the link a lot more. Uh, it's something that we've been slacking on. You know, our, our uncles over there at the 108 do a phenomenal job with the merch game. And we're seeing another, some of those guys like Chicago Sports Bums who are doing a great job with their stuff. Uh, and we figured – why not join the party? Um, and we're always open to suggestions. We're working on a NASCAR mid shirt. I've actually been getting a weird amount of requests for that. Uh, so yeah, yeah. we'll get now that Now maybe going. we're going to need like a, a cattle report shirt. I'll send it to that guy that called and bitched about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. How and much we'll... is the beef? Question mark. And then... <laughs> That's how much. <laughs> I actually yeah, really like yeah. that. Um, <laughs> but yeah. like everything on the show, since me and all those started doing this show five years ago. We're always down for suggestions. Like we've never turned off our DMS or comments or anything. Cause we're always, if you guys can think of a shirt and you want us to make it, if it doesn't suck, we'll make it. That's yeah. simple. Um, and then the last thing I want to mention before we go, go to obvious shirts. They're selling these shirts and the, uh, the proceeds are going to cancer foundation. This one says, Cancer sucks with the backwards K hashtag Liam strong. I think it, yeah, it's got Liam's number on the sleeve. Uh, but the, the guys at obvious shirts, they do a great job, man. What a great Chicago brand they are uh, with the cub stuff. They don't have that much sock stuff, but the sock stuff they do have is pretty good, but um, you got to appreciate people that go above and beyond to support good causes. Uh, last update I saw about Liam Hendricks was he's doing pretty good. So that was always good to hear, but uh, go buy a shirt. They got a bunch of different variations of this shirt. Again, obvious shirts. Uh, they're not paying for this ad or anything like that. I just thought it was a really good cause. They're good people. And again, good Chicago brand. So go check them out. All right. I think that's all the business side of things. Whew. That was a lot. Coming out of the gates hot. Um, cover the spreadsheet. I don't, want, right. I, don't want you, I don't want you to get another migraine, though. We're about what we're, it's good, dude. I got a lot of... Shirt. A lot, a lot of pent up talking. I've been sitting here talking to myself. What's on your mind, though? What's on your mind? Give you a cluster. So the biggest thing that's on my mind right now is the White Sox getting an F for their offseason. Big old F. Big old F from the athletic. James Fagan brought the heat, which he always does. I mean, I James is in my top three Sox beat writers, without a doubt. Like, national guys, everyone included. Um, always love like his work, always appreciate his work. Uh, but it was interesting to see that list come out. And the only team that got an F <laughs> was the White Sox. And now, do I think this was a good off season for the White Sox? Not, not really. No. Do I think it was a, a failure? I think that's a little harsh. I think you're, it's a little bit of punching when the team's down a little bit. I'm not trying to let Rick and Kenny and crew off the hook by any means, but I mean, even the Rockies got a D. <laughs> the Rockies yeah. signed a guy that works at Burger King. Like, I don't 
at least the White Sox went out and got Ben Tendy. Yeah. I don't know. What do you I know well, you guys all saw that too. Go ahead, Mitch. I, I think it kind of depends on like what you're being graded on. Where the Rockies are not expected to contend, they're in a tough division. So like they're not really going out to sign anyone. The White Sox, after a disappointing year where you're 500, you're expected to get better during the offseason, like at the bare minimum. And I don't think you can make an argument that they did. You, you lose your best hitter in Abreu. And mm-hmm. Benintendi was a nice pickup. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But there's still a lot of questions in the power department, just as the team as a whole. You're relying a lot on guys staying healthy. And the starting rotation now with the Clevenger thing, it's kind of back to where it was last year. That didn't improve at all. And even if you take out the Clevenger accusations, and I didn't hate the signing at at the time. Like I thought, you know, outside, but there was still a gamble. Like he was still a gamble. Is a guy come two years removed from Tommy John coming off a really bad year. So that by no means was some slam dunk signing. Second base still hasn't been addressed. And, you know, we see by all these supplemental minor leaguers, they're signing that they're going to roll with Rami Gonzalez and Lenin. So, so it's kind of, F is a little harsh, but they're expected to get better. And quite frankly, they didn't. Like you could argue they're almost worse off this heading into this year than they were last offseason. Do you guys think that the F was also just kind of a little bit more of a knee-jerk bias too because of the just the Clevenger issue into itself is an off-season distraction that the White Sox that that almost basically kicks off a season with negativity and question marks for the White Sox and obviously the fan base too. Does that, I mean, is that another reason why that F was just so prominent? I think. Uh, is, is it possible that that kind of like drove that down to an F when it probably is, you could call it a C at least. I mean, I don't think it's an F. I, I think that played into it, Fids. I I think a big part of the F though is what Mitch is touching on. I think it's because of where they're at in this whole window that everyone likes to talk about and how they like, this is your chance to go for it. And they did nothing. Well, they didn't do nothing, but, right. it, and they lost Jose Abreu. That That's a huge, huge loss. I mean, there's no it, way to sugarcoat that. Does it play into that as well too, to see that like Josh Harrison signing for like, was it like 4 million only? And that doesn't no, bother me. I'm, I'm going to back for depth as well for pretty much nothing. Mm, no. Kind of. I mean, like the Gene Segura thing pissed me off because that, that was like yes. 14 million. And yes. then the next best guy in terms of war was Josh Harrison. So I was fine initially when they let him go because I'm like assuming, okay, we're going to try and upgrade, which they didn't. And also, not only are they going with the unproven guys at second base, as good as we think Oscar Colas is going to be, and I know uh, B-Flo has him as rookie of the year, I, you know, I'm high on him too. Like He looked good last year, but it's still asking a lot of a guy that was playing his first season in North America last year to come in on a contending team and, and expect to carry a, a big load offensively. So they really didn't do anything. I would have been happier had they even picked up some depth pieces in right field. Like Victor Reyes and Billy Hamilton aren't going to cut it. It's not enough. If you know, I have a backup plan if Colas goes through growing pains, which I expect he will. I have to point out, by the way, you've used load in two different manners tonight already on the show. And so I just, I'm glad we have something to catch that load here. There you go. Um, here, but um, sorry, that was like the word. White Sox rally towel back in uh, for game three. First of yeah, all, so no, first of all, Mitch, the, the White Sox have a top 10 left fielder in Aloy Jimenez. According to yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. So, yeah, and he's working hard on his defense. I did forget about. Well, he's about that. to he yeah, he's about to be a top ten right fielder. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how much I buy into they didn't know 
any of this Clevenger stuff before they signed. Because if they didn't know anything, then they're just really bad at their jobs. Like, not one thing you didn't know, like, a hinting suspicion. And then the other fact that second base is still a gaping black hole, that is a failure. <laughs> that That is a massive failure. That second place was not. And Gene Segura is sucked last year it's not like yeah. he showed flashes of potential he was ass at the plate like i'm sorry he also <laughs> great but you know no i get that man and i don't know it's just like that's the thing like they could like oh, like as a white Sox fan heading into the offseason like forget like not even just like a josh harrison type like not even just bringing back josh harris but if it was just like someone to that caliber you would have been like all right they kind of gotten someone who has had some sort of success in the past. Maybe he could he could kind of do it again, and if not, then you go to like the internal options. But they but they're they haven't done that, and how and Mitch has written about how these other recent minor league signings kind of point to that they're going to go with Gonzalez and and Sosa. So it, it, that's that other part. And then going back to the, I agree with you guys. Like the F that that was a little harsh from James, but. Um, but then you kind of take a step back. You're like they had two big moves, and right now you're only counting on one to play. Because like Clevenger at this point is kind yep. of a wait and Not see happy. where that goes. Yeah. So it's like you had two you had two legitimate MLB signings, and you're really only going to count on one of those guys. So yeah, it's that's really bad when you're supposed to be a when a year ago you were one of the World Series favorites. You had a disappointing season, and like I think Minch said, I think you can ma- maybe make the argument you got worse, not better. Yeah. I mean, I think that's all fair. And I guess now that we're talking it out more, the F doesn't seem so far-fetched. I, I, th- you know I mean, I, mean? I would put him like, yeah, like a D, D minus. It's harsh. James had valid reasons for why it was an F. It was warranted. Because so, they're being graded on a different scale than a lot Guys, of I got to pause for a second. Because this is why our listeners are the greatest people in the world. This was just sent to me. That might be why. Dear Lord. Kevin, <laughs> <laughs> put that on a shirt. Put that on a shirt. That's, that's I need. Uh, please, somebody send me that original artwork. That'll be on a shirt. That'll be on a shirt by the time we're. Like that is uh, <laughs> that is courtesy of our guy, <laughs> Lil Yumper. Shout out Yumper. The fact that you did that that fast too, I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. I'm Fizz. I'm sending it to you now. Absolutely. He's probably got the original like on his. Mitch, do we have your consent to uh, put that on his shirt? Uh, Fired off. I don't know how well that thing's gonna sell, but Mitch Mitch has like the best uh, like cult following out of all like any of us. Without a doubt, the NASCAR Mitch and now yeah NASCAR Mitch. Mitch, Now the cattle Mitch. That is unbelievable, but um. Missouri Mitch. Yeah, I mean, I guess talking it out now, I was all, I was of the mindset coming into the show that they were like a, a D plus because like mm-hmm. I really like the Benton Tendy signing. I really do. I it makes me nervous that they've signed a hundred minor league second baseman because that shows to me too that they have little to no confidence in what they have, but they're unwilling to go get Gene Segura for 14 million dollars. And then the other thing I'm seeing a lot of people are because Elvis is still Available still out there, but then we get into the whole Puig. What we said about him, there's a reason why he's still out there. 
You know what I mean? It's just, well, it's, Twig is that. <laughs> well, I know, but I'm just saying, yeah. like, if like there's a reason you, why they're yes. not signed. Yeah. Yes. If if you were really as good as people are trying to build you up, then yeah. And I mean, and it's not like that's like a huge market either, because like I mean, there's like some left-handed relievers, like you know our guy Andrew Chafin, pretty solid reliever. He's still not signed, but that's a that's a different situation where like you know teams are still trying to go cheap for relievers. Like a second baseman at this point is still going to be cheap for you. It's just the Sox aren't giving any indication that and they're then, willing to even do that. And I think we're we've reached the point of the off season now, especially now that we're in February, and there's going to actually be actual baseball this month. Yay! Um, where teams are like, all right, we're going to chill to see what happens in camp. Like mm-hmm. someone gets hurt, Chafin's going to be the first one signed. You know what I mean? Like we've reached that, but. I also, I really just, in my heart of hearts, got to think that they're still trying to find a second baseman. I mean, for Christ's sake, the Marlins have eight second basemen. Like, you can't figure out a trade for one of them. I mean, hey, it wasn't. It, that's that's what Rick Hahn said back in what, like November, that their biggest moves probably were going to come via trade. Still waiting. It could still happen. It's true. Maybe. I mean, all the way up to like spring training. I mean, yeah. things happen. They still do have time. I mean, again, no one's going to want to hear that at this point because it has been, what, like three months. Trade with you, though. <laughs> Even the rumored trade for Nicky Lopez, and I said my piece on that last week. I'm not going to get started oh, again. But, like, oh, the Royals go. don't even, like, want to trade. Like, there's, like, yeah, like, you know, they kind of want to hold on. So, like, it's fine and well that you want to go make trades as your moves, but you don't really have anyone to trade, and there's not a whole lot of teams willing to trade with you. So right. That's kind of a flawed plan. Yeah, I don't think people are lining up right now to help the White Sox out. Yeah. I mean, there's blood in the water, especially with this whole Clevenger shit lingering and everyone you, the White Sox have zero leverage in a trade for a second baseman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like anyone that's watched a lick of baseball knows that the White Sox desperately need a second baseman. So they're going to if they do trade for one, they're going to have to overpay. They have no leverage in mm-hmm. negotiations. Not, and they're in that weird spot too. We're like, hey, they do have a fucking stud, Kevin's guy, Colson Montgomery, down the minors, but like, there's no way in hell you're trading him, or no, are you? Like, no, are you bringing you, him up too soon for no. him to have to play second? Like, like, there's no way that you do you do that? No, I mean, it's a I never say never, but it would have to be a one hell of a return, yeah. I'd have to be an elite. I think that's the other question. Like, do you think do you think the Sox are one player away? No, that's the like, thing. I don't. Yeah. And that's I I think that's the way you have to look at it. And I mean, it is what it is. And you know, the Athletic is a very respected, you know, sports publication. They got uh, they got to where they're at real quickly, but they got to where they're at by hiring a lot of well-respected national journalists. And you got to think that's one of the things like. If I write something and say the White Sox got an F, there's a 0.6% chance someone in the White Sox front office sees that. The Athletic does it. Someone saw that. Mm-hmm. That's you know what, what I was I mean? going to say. Too. Yeah. You know, somebody saw that. And I don't care what they say or what they do. If someone like did a tech salesman rankings and I was the only tech salesman to get an F, I don't care how much I try to play it off. That would hurt. Like that would stay, you know what I mean? Like there's gotta be a moment where one of them are sitting back being like, the fuck am I doing? You know, <laughs> like, right. Well, and to build off that too, like 
Wait, he's making his living making contacts with the team. Like, he has to go into all this press conference covering him. So, like, he's got a lot more to lose by pissing people off. And still, even with all that, was like, yeah, no, it's a no. Right. So, I don't know. Gave him the business, didn't he? Mitch, how how would Rick Hahn respond to getting an F for the offseason? What would you say to James the first time he sees him down in uh, Scottsdale? Or Glendale? We, uh, yeah, the, the projectables, I think, is a little bit better than, than an F. Uh, we, you know, we foresee Andrew Benintendi in his uh, tight white pants. You know, we've had our eye on him for a while. I think he's hitting at least 300, uh, probably 10 home runs. And uh, Pedro's our guy. Uh, he's been reading the scouting reports. And uh, you know, I think we're going to have a very solid team. We, we might surprise some of these pesky uh, beat writers. I could see him like going up to James, like trying to like be buddy buddy with him and being like, Oh, you really, really busting my chops there, James. Like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you got me good there, pal. Meanwhile, <laughs> Kenny Williams is like, sitting, Kenny Williams, like in a golf cart, just staring him down from like across the field. He's just, Congratulations he's to Kenny Williams Jr. By the way, on being hired. Uh, as That's a- right. <laughs> I hired Kenny Williams Jr. Jeez. Player development, right? Player development, guys. Yep. Not so even, even at all. I mean, it's the Chicago way. <laughs> it's just what it is in this city. My daddy does this, but um, <laughs> what do the Cubs get on it? Cubs got a B, right? A B, solid B. Yeah. That's a really. That's, that's, that's what I gave him. I gave him a B. That, I think a B. Job. I think a B is very. Spot on for what the Cubs did this offseason. I felt B minus would have was probably about where yeah because they lost. Yeah. You got to understand what they lost. I mean, they legitimately did all this. They got a B in this offseason, and yet they're actually not projected to win any more games this year than they won last year based on the you know whatever. Oh shit, were. Kevin giving us a segue. Yeah. yeah. So let's get into that. The over and unders came. The initial right. over unders came out. Um, so get ready to clip this future us uh start with the cubs all the way was that number a draft king 77 and a half and what did they win last year last year they went 74 and 88 um go ahead mitch over. for what cubs. Cubs. Over, cubs win total 77 and a half in that division just over. I think I'll give him the over. Okay, okay. Kevin, Kevin. I mean, I said it today. I, I think 78 wins is is fair. So, I mean, I guess I would say over, but uh uh it's going to it's going to be close, I think. I think it's going to be real close. Oh. But it is they are six Props to him too, by the way. Cuz he had the line right on the head. We were trying to guess what Shout the out line Kevin. would be he last week. Yep. And Bids knows a bookie or someone in Vegas because he nailed it. I am the bookie. I don't know what happened to the Orioles one, <laughs> but you did get the. Yeah. Uh, you're not supposed to say this anymore because, you know, it was a terrible thing, but I'm drinking the Cubs Cool It. Um, over there. Again, I just go back to. And yes, you know, people are saying, like, hey, maybe they overachieved in the second half. They played shitty teams. True. They're going to play those shitty teams again this year. But a not little, with a the little less, a little less. less. The schedule they don't get to beat up on the on the Reds it's, and the Pirates uh, this year. But they get to play the Royals and the Tigers more. I did the math. They play. They're going to play their division rivals six fewer times or six less times. Six. Uh, so that means so that means six less against the Cardinals. Six less against the Brewers. 
pirate threats. Anyways, I just think back to the 2022 team, Kevin. I mean, the Cubs had Frank Schwindel at first base for half the season. Mm-hmm. Alfonso Rivas. Uh, they had P.J. Higgins playing a lot. Or not a lot, but he had a decent amount of playing time at catcher at first base. Jonathan VR, our guy who we thought was going to surplant Patrick Wisdom, he was god-awful after like a week. There's just There was so much bad that the Cubs had in 2022. Almost everyone in the starting rotation was injured in the first half, except for Justin Steele, I think. And like, and like, yeah, a lot of it ha- does have to do with like if the if the pitchers stay healthy. But I just, I just look at this roster. It's like, that, like, yes, like, why can't they win seventy eight games? <laughs> right. And, <laughs> like that's and- not that's not anything crazy. Like, I'm not I'm not going to be here and be like, oh, the Cubs are they should be viewed as uh, you know eighty five, eighty six win team. No. Like, I think that's like a lot of things have to go right. But I think some things could go wrong. Some guys could uh, have like better years, like say Suzuki. I think he proved that he can make in-season adjustments, and I'm hoping that this year he's not injured for a month. So if you get a full year of say Suzuki, that's good. Cody Bellinger, I know Kevin, you're a believer in Cody Bellinger's resurgence this year. That would be a massive upgrade at center field over like Michael Hermosillo, uh, Rafael Ortega, who I still uh, and not want to mention the, to the White Sox. The defensive upgrade. Yeah, the de- well. yeah, just the defense alone is going to be better. Uh, I mean, yeah, like so you're going over. I'm going over. I just, I, it has to be right. <laughs> I think. I mean, they're so good at this shit, though. Like it's maddening. We're gonna like in, in about a year. We're gonna be like, how did they do that? Like it'll be like 77 or 78. Like you know, right I, they're gonna be like in final weekend of the season. They're gonna be like at 76 games wins. Yep. And they're going to need to win two out of the last three. <laughs> I think they're an eighty. I think they're an eighty-one team. There you go. There you go. I think they're an eighty-one team. Um, Apparently, the internet in Missouri sucks. Yeah, I, I mean, just like everything else in Missouri. I think a cow, yeah. a cow <laughs> ate Mitch's uh, internet connection. Um, is that was angry radio caller? What? Was, oh shit! Mitch is probably shit. getting put the power off. Oh no. Um, what was the White Sox number, Aldo? And then the White Sox at 83 and a half. 83. Darla. Um, <laughs> Shout out. Yeah, the score listeners will get that part. <laughs> um, I'll go first with the White Sox, and I'm going to go over. And I'm going to tell you why I'm going to go over. As much as we talk about Fs for off-season grades and shit shows and all this other stuff, the White Sox had a lot of bad years last year. Like, a lot of players had bad years last year. T.A. was hurt. Robert was hurt. Mankata was hurt. Grandal was hurt. And all had down years. I mean, I I don't see how that many players can have another down year in a row. I really just don't see it. And I think their pitching is good enough to get them there. I think it's a an 85-86 win team. Uh, will that be good enough to win the division? I don't know. But with the new schedule, uh, you got to take that into account. You also have to take into account that there's no shift this year. Yep. I, I I don't think that's being talked about as much as it should be. I know some people are downplaying it. Like, oh, it's not going to make that much of a difference. It really it's is. It's going to make a lot big difference, especially for guys like Bellinger. And like, I'm kind of in the middle of that, though. Okay. 
Because you can say, you know why? No, no, but I, I will believe it. I need to like, I need to see it because I agree that I mean, you, you can still shift. It's just that you can't have like the three guys on right. one side. And the other thing though, that's going to be a little bit different is the pitch clock. Yes. That, that's something that no one's talking about. And that's yeah. you're going to, you know, off moves, change momentum. That's going to be all that stuff. Mitch, you get done fighting the farmer. I fighting the internet out here, Jesus. Well, my modem hasn't arrived yet from Spectrum, so that's so what are you I'm going off of. Oh, you're I, my phone, phone has data, so I have that connected to the laptop. So, All right, folks, we need we need you guys to buy stuff from the merch store. So, Mitch, <laughs> Mitch's data is going to be like, yeah, hundred thousand yeah. dollars. See what I do month. for the show. But I, I, for all those reasons, though, I really think the White Sox are going to overperform what people think. I'm going to take the over on the White Sox wins. I'll actually put real money on that too. What 83 and a half and a half. I got, oh, yeah, like, yeah. I got him at like 85 wins. I think 86, 87. Is what um, I, I mean, the pitching is that good. Even without Clevenger, I think they'll be able to figure out that fifth starter. Uh, I think I'm, I'm still weirdly and I can't shake it. I try not to, but I can't shake be thinking that the White Sox are going to be better this year. I'm with you. So, because all the things that you said, all the guys that you listed who were injured and or had down seasons. Yeah. And they still won 81 games in 2022. Right. And, and, but <laughs> like everything like you said, though, although they're, they're not going to play the Royals 12 times this year. That's true. They're not going to well, play we the played terribly against the Royals. So that's, well, <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's actually, that's they good. did, they did suck against their own division. Um, but I think the pitching's good enough. I think the bullpen's good enough. Hopefully, you know, well, obviously Liam getting better is top priority, but hopefully he can play this year. I think, I think they're going to be better. And I don't know why. I wish I could shake it. I wish I could be like 95% of the White Sox Twitter right now. that think they're just going to be absolute shit. But like, just... like, even if half the guys are, are still bad, but the other half get back to not even career years, but just like aren't dog shit again. Like they have to be better, right? That, that That's do. my whole and... thing again. It's just like everything that could have gone wrong basically went wrong. My biggest thing is... If they're going to have off year, I don't think all of them are going to be shitty at the same time again. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like maybe Robert comes out of the gate slow, but Moncada comes out of the gate hot. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's going to balance itself out because they have enough guys. Like this team, if you look at this lineup top to bottom, I know we dwell on second base mm-hmm. and we dwell on right field, but the rest of the positions, you got a solid guy at pretty much every position there. And I really think Yasmani Grandal is going to have a, a, well, he can't have a worse year. So, uh, uh, I mean, you can. I, mean, I think he'll be healthier. He's got a new workout program. I'm buying the propaganda there. I think he's going to be healthy. Yeah, like that. I, that so, one I believe. so, Mitch, where are you? You're on the over. You just said you think they're 86, 87 wins. What about the Cubs fans? What do you guys think about the White Sox win total? Uh, I'm, with, I'm with you. Over, over. Okay. Yeah, over. It's just like, I, like you said, like they have, and I know, and I know that the Sox fans who are down on the team will say, well, yeah, on paper, they were going to, they were supposed to be really good last year, but like two years in a row, it can't happen two years. I mean, it could. I'll be right back, fellas. It could, but every single guy, like you, like, let's just say, let's say Yasmani Grandal is cooked. Let's say the knees are just dead. He's bad. It's like, all right, fine. You, like you got a negative at catcher. Cause then you have, you know, Sebi Zavala as the backup and maybe he can be uh, maybe he can be like average but like 
could you guys imagine like Yohan Mankata, Luis Robert, Eloy, TA, like all four of them at the same time, again, all being injured again? No, I mean, like that's just that yeah, was just really no. bad luck. Yeah, I would I would agree with you had they've not been injury bit like the past two years. Like it's 2022 supposed to be the year. All right, there's no injuries, we're gonna be good. And then it not only did we have the injuries, it was worse than 2021. So I'm not as optimistic. I mean, like, I would think they can't all be injured once again and they can't all be as bad as they were last year so that's why i'm optimistic i still do stand by the fact like on paper this roster is not as good as it was heading into last season but if they can't stay healthy they will win more games there's still a lot of talent on this team so i think the over is a pretty safe bet and like you said like everything went wrong they had the wrong like they have a better manager in place i think objectively pedro grafal is going to be a better manager they're going to be well they're going to be a lot more prepared and they are, they did improve on the defensive end. So uh, for all those reasons, it can't be before Kevin steps in one, this probably makes no sense at all, but I have no clue why I have more confidence in the offense being better than the starting pitching. Like, I don't know, Lance, I know Zoe, you love Lance Lynn. I do. But like, I don't know. (laughs) So one thing about Lance Lynn, people got to, remember is he didn't have a preseason last year right he didn't have a spring training last year and so he's doing the world baseball classic which i think is great when you get older it takes a little bit longer to get that rust off so i know mitch you don't (laughs) we don't see eye to eye with the world baseball classic but i mean the rust thing's real though because i remember his first spring training with the Sox. he was a piss because he couldn't go five innings into one game he loves throwing he has to throw every day so i mean for that that is fair And and he noticeably got better last year yeah. as the season went on. Cause he said, I forgot which month in the middle of the season. He's like, that was basically my spring training. Yeah. That's I do have to say like, and, and you brought up Zo how Lynn didn't have like a normal off season. And like, this is like the first time in like a few years that any of these guys have had a normal off. Right. So maybe the injury concerns with like a Kopech, or whatever happened to Giolito last year, and then Lynn. Maybe maybe they do bounce back and finally have a normal offseason. Yeah, and that's my thing. Like, you have Kopik going into a season. I know they said he's not where he's at in his whatever, but, like, he has a full offseason and a regular spring training to ease his way back into the season. Lynn has a regular offseason. Grandal has a regular offseason. Robert has Makata, Anderson. All these guys coming off of these little injuries whatever can get back into a normal flow of things and have a normal off season. And I mean, a lot of these white Sox players are all playing in the world baseball classic TA Moncada, Robert, uh, Aloy, Lynn. I think that's it, but those are significant names. Yeah, and yeah. I'm, I'm all for that, especially because a lot of them aren't starters for their respective yeah. team. A lot of them yeah. are bench bats, which is great though. Get them in a competitive, you know, whatever. And, just kind of like the NBA All-Star game, too. I kind of – this is how my brain works. But you know how everyone says the NBA All-Star game is, like, the biggest recruitment weekend Yeah. for NBA teams because players tell – maybe TA goes out there for Team USA and starts telling some of these guys or whatever, Mankata, Robert, they start telling these guys, like, it's not bad here. Like, I, I know what media says, but, like, we got a great locker room going and, like, all this shit, you know? So, or the I don't know. Side. Tim yeah, yeah that's true. Like, get me out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, 
that's what I was thinking the whole time. <laughs> if the locker room is as bad as everything indicated. It could be the other way for sure. I mean, but I don't know. And I'm going to give Pedro the benefit of the doubt until he, he uh, until he proves me wrong or makes me think otherwise. You know, we'll see what he can do. There's, you know, I saw Yumper said in the comments too. There's a lot of ifs in the. There's a lot of ifs for the White Sox this year. You know, more than I think usual. So that's hey, why. You know I, what, that analytics nerd we got was good. I, I noticed Vegan didn't put that into the grading thing. So I think that'll help <laughs> in the long run. That might have got him an F plus. Yeah, yeah. option F plus. Yeah, now it's an F plus. But. Well, I, wa- I wanted to ask you guys about the whole. Let's say with the, so with the restarted rotation of the Clevenger situation. Do you think they're going to sign another starting pitcher? Or I, I don't I honestly I haven't even looked at who's still out there. I just all old guys. They got the guy. They got AJ Alexi. He's okay. Dylan- Lambert and uh, probably Jonathan Stever and it's going to be one of them. Or isn't Matt Dylan Bundy still out there? He is. Bundy's I not good. I, feel, no. I know, but I feel like that's a White Sox guy. That does that's like Beef Loves guy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I think the other guy who's like the only like good option is Waka, Michael Waka. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would take a Waka. Um, I don't know how much money it would be, but yeah, I think he's like the best free agent pitcher out there. They're gonna go uh, what's his name? Granky. Granky went back with the Royals. And he was the other they're like, eh, maybe. They're they're gonna go out and sign Andrew Chaffin because Rick Hahn loves signing relievers. And everyone's gonna be like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> well, we had extra money. You guys said to spend. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I'd like to pause here before we move on. Subscribe, 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 subscribe to the channel. And I know the people that watch this live, you've already subscribed, but like, go tell your friends to subscribe. If you're at a family function, grab people's phones and start subscribing. If you're at the bar, start subscribing. And like Fitz said in the tweet too, uh, I know they're, they're White Sox tickets, but if you're a Cubs fan and you subscribe and you win, we'll figure something out. I can't guarantee that those good at tickets, but we'll we'll get you tickets to a Cubs game. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure we, we'll we'll be happy to chip in. We've been doing this whole good tickets. We'll scalp them and use yeah. that money for your Cubs <laughs> tickets. In, <laughs> in Bleacher Jeff's seat. Get yeah. uh, get see There you go. But the Trey Mancini in action. You can't beat that. Subscribe, guys. Help us out a little bit. We need we're we're calling action here. Subscribe, and if you're uh, a Spotify or an Apple Podcast listener, you know we love you too. But real quick, just log on to YouTube real quick and just subscribe to the show. You don't have to watch it; just subscribe. And you don't have to turn on the notification; just subscribe. Subscribe, 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 subscribe. We got a cool new merch store. We'll throw in some merch for the winner too. Bam. And um. If you'll give me about 30 seconds. Um, the mid shirt's going to be live. <clears throat> yeah, give me about uh, I can see the I can see your screen reflection in your glasses. <laughs> I, I've known you've been working on this since I, gave, yeah. I sent you the picture. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So we're going to get this thing rocked out, and then we're, I'm going to show you guys. We'll give you a tour of our, our, our actual Etsy page. Uh, it's not just for arts and crafts, by the way. Um, so before we do that, though, Fids, mm-hmm. while you're finishing up, we need to talk about this. This this is getting out of hand. This this is getting nuts <laughs> to me. This is the list that MLB Ooh. Network just came out with for their top ten starting pitchers. And for those of you that aren't watching, 
the list goes as follows. Number one's Corbin Burns, no problem with that. Then Verlander, Carlos Rodon, Scherzer, Alcantara, Otani, Fried, Wheeler, DeGrom, Urias. You guys notice any certain pitchers that aren't on this list? Jake Arrieta. Maybe a guy who was top three in the Cy Young running for the American League that uh, that guy for the Dodgers that absolutely uh, shoved for the White Sox this year. Dylan, Dylan Cease gets yeah. he doesn't have it anymore. Dylan Cease gets absolutely no respect nationally on the baseball, Preach. and it's it's it's. I mean, I think he's fine with it. I think I honestly don't think any major league players like, oh shoot, I'm not on that list. But this is just getting out of hand. I'm taking Cease over Fried. I'm taking Cease over Wheeler. I'm taking Cease over Urias. I think Sandy Alcantara, who just won the fucking Cy Young, being at number five is a joke. I think Rodon's too high on this list. This I'm list sucks. It does suck. This list it's sucks. Cease keeps getting screwed. I mean, how did he not make first first team? The LMLB. Like, that baffled me to begin yeah. with. And no all-star thing was ridiculous i I mean he consistently gets screwed over but good for cease though because he's a big yoga man so he's all zen it doesn't doesn't bother him he's all zen you guys have heard me use the term cheeks a lot this is the definition of cheeks this list is fucking (laughs) cheeks this list is just brutal garrett cole's not even on this list max slide made this list over garrett cole like Like that's it is freed but I'm calling it fried because he sucks. No, he, he's, yeah. actually, he's actually not bad, but he's not he's not number seven in the he's league no right now. He's either. No. Did he write a poem about his slider? I don't think so. Did he nope. have a cool Freddie Mercury mustache? No. No. Is there any sense of like, uh, when you look and you see the number three name on that list? I think he's too high. I think pitching for the Yankees, he's going to – I bet you. I, I'll bet someone right now that Rodon's not on this list next year. I, I honestly, it doesn't hurt that much because when he was a free agent, as good as he was, I was fine with letting him walk because Boris client, you know, he's going to get paid a lot. He had the checkered injury history, so I wasn't about to pour a ton of money to bring him back when there was so many question marks. So that one I could understand. Would I have liked of them for them to bring him back? Yes, but I can understand why they let him walk. Like I, I didn't think that was necessarily a dumb decision on their end but you know good for i'm happy for him actually like i'm glad it worked out for him because you know put a lot of time in with the Sox organization so good for him yeah i that's a good point mitch and and as as in celebration of such a wonderful point um i'd like to to share with you the nascar mitch cattle report unisex heavy cotton tea presented by the pinwheels and ivy podcast if you want to look a little closer i mean look at that look at that Oh, just chest. I'm gonna tell heart. you, don't don't wait. It look, I mean, it looks it, great. It, on, it even looks good on your girl. Valentine's Day is coming up. It matches your arm <laughs> tattoos. There we go. Um, and it Damn. comes in all sorts of different colors. I mean, if you're like, hey, I'd like to try perhaps the, uh, I don't know. Let's look for the um, colors. Let's go with. Uh, you want to maybe you want to do um, some, it's it's St. Patrick's Day. And you want to showcase that you have uh, cattle knowledge around the neighborhood. Um, you can do a, that as well. And I don't know why it's not showing up. It usually shows up. But yeah. there's that. With that said, also, so you just guys can see this. This is the whole Pinwheels and Ivy shop so far, but we're going to be continue to add. Look uh, at that. Look at that tailgate satchel. Fanny pack satchel. Yes. I mean, look at how large. Six pack satchel. That's exactly One beer, two beers, three beers, four beers, five beers. You are set 
for like a tailgate. Rename it, Kevin, the six-pack satchel. Six-pack satchel. Got to change the name. Really, right, Zoe's going to be rocking when he's watching the Coca-Cola 600 this year. Hell yeah. My six-pack satchel. So Zoe can get drunk and order one of our own hats. Um, happen soon. We got the hoodie. This comes in multiple colors. I, I actually I like that it. it's I like that it's zip up with the logo in the front. Yeah, and on the back you got the big old pennies, but you got the, the gray. You can get white. You can get the other gray. I don't know. It's good thing. quality material, folks. Yeah, it's it's a bye, little bye bye bye. The three quarter shirt, like what I'm wearing right now. This is actually the one that I've got on right there. And right colors. now, five percent of all proceeds go to getting Mitch Internet. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. just a regular run of the mill PI shirts. Yeah. Cubs color. Logo. And again, Bears color. If you have suggestions or anything you'd want to, I mean, look at Yumper sent us that picture. It was a shirt and here it is. 30 yeah, that's a damn, damn good looking shirt. I, Mitch, I mean, if you're not getting that for people for Valentine's Day. Oh, absolutely. If you're not getting your girl, girl that for Valentine's Day. I don't know why she would be, but yeah, that's what she's getting. I my favorite part <laughs> is the your headset. Looks like uh, Amish, like sideburns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's easily the best part. But yeah, shoot shoot us suggestions. Uh, but we're gonna continue to add to the store. It's gonna be good stuff. But yeah, go check it out. Our Twitter uh, our Twitter account has the link, I believe, in the bio now. And I, think I have the I have the link in my bio. Like yeah, go and uh, buy that shit. Um. By the way, there's another pitcher on that list who, or who wasn't on that list. What about uh, Frambier Valdez in the Astros? This list sucks, dude. Yeah. This list is just shit. All these lists. So this is like from MLB Network. Yeah. And I was talking to Zoe about this right before we started to record. All these fucking lists. Like we've been joking about how they had Eloy top 10 left fielder. They're just. It's similar to like the Hall of Fame talk now. Yeah. Everything's just that, just, just crap. <laughs> yep. No wonder YouTube TV dumped their ass. Exactly. Shout out what, YouTube. This list, like, what horrible timing for MLB Network for that to happen. <laughs> Literally right before spring training. Right before spring training. I'm a YouTube TV guy. Like, I know a lot of people that are YouTube TV people. I I think it's the best cut the cord option right now. And to get dropped by that is that's brutal. Are you going to be able to watch Sox games in Missouri, Mitch? Is it black? It's not black. As of right now, because when they ever they ask like for like for a Bulls game the other night, I just said I was on vacation. So let me watch the NBC Sports Chicago. So I'm just going to keep doing that until it stopped. Well, you just told told on yourself. Oh, yep. Yeah, that's true. Well, hopefully, no one from Spectrum's or uh, YouTube TV's list. Jerry, Jerry's gonna cut off your access now. Mm-hmm. That is true. After that scathing review of their off season, yep, those terrible um, impressions. I'm kind of screwed. <laughs> so the next thing that we wanted to talk about, though, is there's a lot of speaking of list, if you will. There's a lot of prospect lists segways. coming out. A lot of prospect lists coming out, and then on, did they do it today? Was it? ESPN, uh, ESPN one, yes. On yeah. So on Wednesday, ESPN came out with their own pro- top 100 prospect list. It's a lot different than the MLB one, that is for sure. And the biggest, the biggest difference to Sox fans is Oscar Colas just isn't on it. <laughs> yeah, just, he, and he wasn't even mentioned. He wasn't even in the like the honorable mentions either. No, he's nowhere to be found. Like if you do control F find on that page, yeah, type in Oscar. No results. Um, 
And then our friend of the show, Josh Nelson over at Sox Machine, he tweeted out, you know, he's talking to people that scout prospects for a living and they're all they're all not very high on Oscar Colas. Now he he also wasn't on uh, Keith Laws on the in the athletic and he wasn't in, in his top one hundred either. So I've said it on the show probably for the last two months now. I think Oscar Colas is gonna be good. I don't think he's going to be as good as people want him to or expecting him to be. I was going to ask you guys, like, what are you, so like, Zoe and and, uh, Mitch, like, what are your expectations for Colas this year? I'll take it, Mitch, while you uh, try to put some tinfoil on that. Um, So a lot of it depends on, uh, hopefully the White Sox don't get cute. He needs to be, if he's the guy, he needs to be the guy opening day. Okay, like he doesn't need to sit in triple A hitting 400 and then a month into it. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. So. I need at least 20 home runs out of him. I know this is going to be a lot. I get that's a lot. I get that's a lot, but that's his game. He's a power hitter. He's a power hitter. You know what I mean? He instantly is already improve the defense in right field mm-hmm. before he even takes one fly ball in the major leagues. He's already better than anything they put in right field last year. Okay. So that's, we got that. I, I mean like, a, what do I expect or wait? So what's the question? I'm sorry. What do so I like, need so him like, to be? What do I expect him to be? Yes. Yeah, so like what for, for his rookie season, what do you, not what it, what you think the Sox think, but what do you, what are your expectations? So you already mentioned you you want twenty home runs from him. So you the defense, I think you know at the floor is just like you know he's going to be average. The bar That's, is very very low for defense okay. for him. I mean, if he can catch fly balls competently and like have a <laughs> decent arm, he's an improvement in right field. Now, what I need from the White Sox is for them to not be depending on this 25-year-old rookie to be the best hitter in the lineup. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I need him to be batting seventh, getting his sea legs, if you will, for the first couple months of the season. And if he strives and thrives and all those other fun words, and you can move him up in the lineup. Great. That's awesome. But – if he's batting, you know, 195, batting seventh, then it's not, it doesn't hurt as bad. You know what I mean? But like the bar is really, really low for him in right field. So, Maybe he's got a good arm. He does. He showed during the future and he plays some good defense. I'm only expecting like 15 home runs. He's probably going to hit around like 240. Is what I honestly like. Honestly, what be, I'm that's a win for me. That if he's hitting 240, yeah. that's a win for me. Okay, follow up question. Because I think he's going to be better than this, at least defensively. If he puts up 2021 Andrew Vaughn numbers, are you content? Or are you yes. like fuck? I want more. Or are you like remind all right, me fine. what was. Remind me what those numbers so were. So Vaughn in 2021, he played in 127 games, 469 plate appearances, 15 home runs. He had a slash of 235, 309, 
396. So the slugging was low. Yeah. Uh, WRC plus of 93. So he was a below average hitter. So I think they're two different. Vaughn, when I think of Andrew Vaughn, I think of like more of a on-base guy, like double singles with the occasional pop. What I'm expecting, what I, and I could be wrong because I obviously I don't watch all of his plate appearances or whatever, but I just, Oscar Colas is just meat to me. Like he, he's a home run guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's going to hit. So that's why I said 20 home runs. It It's made me nervous from the get-go how much people are leaning and expecting out of this rookie. I mean, granted he's 25 and yes, he smashed the ball all over fucking the minor leagues at all levels last year. But we all know that that's not the same. Yeah. And major league pitchers, there's going to be a part of this season, probably in like June when major league pitchers have figured him out. And now he has to work how to figure out how to figure out them figuring him out. Yeah. Two steps forward, one step back. You know what I mean? One step back. Yeah. And the rookie experience. He's going to see something. But I think also, he also has going for him, though, having a guy like Luis Robert on the team who had the same type of expectations coming in and knows how to deal with. I mean, the White Sox, when I say Chicago media, the White Sox media is not even that rough. But Oscar likes his social media. I know he's not on Twitter, but he's all over Instagram. Like, He's going to have to learn how to block that shit out when he's in a slump. And he, he definitely seems like the type of guy too, that he's been the best player on any team he's ever played on. And he's going to have to learn that that's not going to be the case this year. And there's a lot of things that go into this. It's not as cut and dry as going up to the plate and just smashing baseballs. There's, there's a lot of factors that go into this, but if he could put up those Andrew Vaughn numbers with a little bit of higher in the slugging percentage, and I'd like that OBP a little bit higher, that's a win for me. Yeah, I agree. That's a win for me. Fair, fair. Now, on the other side, what do you think the Sox are going to do with him in terms of opening day? Do you think he's going to be the starting right fielder opening day? He should be, which means they won't. What do you think? I don't know if he really should be. I would not be opposed to another month or so of him getting some seasoning in Charlotte. Because as we know, one, Chicago hitting there in April, not that fun. He doesn't have a whole lot of triple A at bats under his belt. Now, would I be pissed if he was the starting right fielder? No, I'd prefer if he was the starting right fielder, but like it would make sense to me if he got a couple, like a month or so in triple A before they brought him up, just to make sure he was ready. Like I'd have no problem with that. I'd be disappointed if that happened. It's, I think he's 25. He's either your guy or he isn't. Uh, now I'm not a. I, I think that's actually really fair. Though. Yeah, the age. Job. But the other thing is, I don't think he hasn't really played to the minors that much, right? No, like it, no. basically his first year was last year, and he jumped up three levels. Yeah, yeah. Especially if there there is a lot of question marks, and as you said, there's a lot of scouts that aren't that high on him. Would getting some extra time in the minors to get you know hammer out any kink really be the worst thing? I just feel like it's a waste of time. I feel like just let him figure it out in, at the major league level in May. What about this scenario? And, and I think because Kevin, I think you're with Zoe on this uh, yeah. one with Colas. I'm not a I'm not a huge like spring trading matters guy, but let's say you know he plays whatever 20 games during spring training, he just looks bad. 
at the uh, plate. Then I send him to Charlotte. Yes. Okay. okay. That's fair. That's it. Yeah, if he's going to cover off the ball, then yeah, absolutely. Force right. a hand. Force a hand or don't. And as a rookie, it's the onus is on the rookie to force the hand. And if he doesn't yes. come out and have a big spring, not even a big spring, but you know what I'm saying? Like a, a, a spring where you're like, damn, we can't. It, like it's a, a KB, a KB spring when he hit like nine home runs. <laughs> yeah. And then they sent him down anyway for service yeah. time. But this, the, I mean, the Sox don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. I think with this, so no. you just kind of earn the job, dude. And and you want to stay up, earn it. I think and that's a good thing for these guys. Yeah. Keep them hungry. I mean, chase the carrot a little bit, dangle it out there. Let them come get it. That's a better way to frame it. I think this is a very important spring training for him. And I think that's a better way to have this discussion rather than should he be the opening day or not. It should be depending on his spring training. Should he be the opening day guy or not? Because it's a very big spring training for him. And then, as I mentioned earlier, the White Sox have signed 18,000 second basemen. So, Mitch, at least you'll have shit to write about all spring training because that competition is going to be fucking. Well, it's a four-man race, really. And I don't think Eric Gonzalez really has a chance, if I'm being honest with you. We'll see. But I, I think Hans or Alberto definitely has a shot. I'd be surprised if he did. But, like, right now, Rami – if I had to put a bet down, Rami Gonzalez would be the guy I think has the inside track position for the job. Lenin Sosa, he has the highest ceiling out of all of them. I yeah. think th- there's really some potential there offensively. It's just he doesn't have a whole lot of experience in – even in triple a the numbers weren't great there and defensively he's the worst of the three because he's more of a third baseman he's that's where the whole there's no shift comes into play you can't hide his ass and you can't protect so whoever's playing second base now for your team there's a lot more ground to cover and that's where having a guy like nico horner playing second is amazing for you guys because having the defensive middle infield that the cubs have put together is going to make this whole no no uh shift thing nothing like that it's not going to yeah. be a thing for the cubs where this could be a huge issue for the fucking white Sox this year because they have a liability at second base and I'll, I'll, with alberto too he, i mean he's not on like it's a non-roster invite so he's kind of like i'm getting the job or bust the tip so right. i would not be surprised he's the dark horse that i would say would probably be second if i had to do my second base like likelihood of winning the job gonzalez would be first alberto second sosa third and then Eric Gonzalez for that. I don't think he has. A Make job. sure you go to Sports that. Mockery and read the article that Mitch just basically verbally wrote. So, yeah. uh. <laughs> well, you forgot one name, Mitch. And this this question is going to come off as a troll. It's not. It's a legitimate question. Mm-hmm. Is there any chance? Any chance? Opening no. day? Nope. <laughs> that Larry Garcia well, is the second. Yes. Yeah. I, he would probably is. be okay. I would put him ahead of Gonzalez. The Eric Gonzalez in that depth chart, I guess. But no. I think they're actually going to use him the correct way. The correct way, finally. I think they're really trying to. At second base, enough. I think they're really trying to go that way where they can use him correctly. Like, I think that's the reason for all these second base pickups and all these minor leaguers and everything is because they're trying to actually not use him as an everyday second base. And Yumper, to answer your question here in the comments, he asks, which team makes the big acquisition at the deadline? That's a pretty loaded question to answer on February 2nd. You know what I mean? Like, if the White Sox have a great first half of the season, I could see them getting aggressive. They got some guys at the end of contracts. They got, you know, and same. I mean, you could pretty much say that for every team, though. I I mean, Kevin, you've seen what the Cubs have done. I, 
even if the Cubs are good, Jed Hoyer still hasn't made like uh, in in uh, a trade that's made the Cubs like better ML like on their MLB roster. Uh, all his trades so far have been marginal, like fringe, you know, bench types or selling off Bridgers. back in Bridgers. 2021. Yeah. So <laughs> for the Cubs, I still I still have to see them making a big time trade. Because the Cubs yeah. actually, yeah, no, that's why it's so tough. Because, like you said, Hoyer really hasn't made that big, impactful trade yet. But then you go to the flip side with the Sox. Like last year, we thought at the deadline, like Zoe, you were saying, this is the most important deadline of Rick Hahn's career. Did nothing. Like everyone thought they were going to do something, and they did. Like it was- he, did, he did absolutely nothing. Jake was- Diekman, come on now. <laughs> that was yeah. he, that move panned out exactly like I thought. It was. Like just a very yeah, that, that was where like every every Sox GM, for. every Sox GM watching games was right. <laughs> it was yeah. immediate. This guy sucks. Why did we trade for him? This is Rick. This is Rick Hahn at the trade deadline. Period. It was just oh, overwhelmed. I, I, I was definitely waiting for a I joke. Was there. For yeah, too, I was right? definitely waiting for a joke. There. I knew like, where you were going. He sat on his thumbs and. It, it, Jesus Christ. I've like buried that down in my brain, but he did nothing. Absolutely nothing. So my confidence level is not very high that the White Sox would do anything after completely shitting the bed last year, but maybe they learned their lesson. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Do you think there's, I mean, who, who, who would even be available in this case, but. Is there a scenario? Let's say the Sox stumble; they they just look bad again or mediocre. Is there any guys they sell off? Moncada. If anyone wants them, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, well, well that's that's the other thing. Bad year because he's kind in, of the X factor. For yeah, in, in that scenario, although that means that a lot of these guys are having shit seasons. Yeah. So. That's I mean, the other thing too. Ta would probably be the biggest piece. Maybe like a Giolito if he's like okay. Or, or... Ta or Giolito would probably. Giolito, I could see. Because he at least has the track record that Mankata doesn't. We've had one yeah. season of Mankata, and right now that's an outlier. Where Giolito, yeah. I think, put together enough. I think Lucas is going to have a big year. I, I really do. I think he's going to be good. Well, that's why I'm still on the over for. But yeah, it's it's. Yeah, and for yes. the Cubs, by the way, for the Cubs, I can see I can see it this year, Kevin. Where I think the Cubs can, even if they're if, even if they're looking decent. I think they can be they can find a trade package if like Strowman is having a good season. Uh-huh. Or they can be like, Yeah, we can still trade you, yeah. get something back, because he's probably gonna opt out after yep. this year. Mm-hmm. And that that deal to me still doesn't make any sense if the Cubs didn't go for it the last few years. Like it really it was it was just one of those look we tried moves. That was just it, as, as it turns out nobody else really wanted Strowman and the Cubs <laughs> sold it as like getting a diamond in the rough, and it really was just basically uh, you could have them. <laughs> it was like, that it was, was kind of, it was kind of a... like when they have the banners of like all the players and like, they need to sell some tickets or like in that one year, <laughs> it was like Jason Giambi and like Johnny Damon and they had to take them all down and there's David justice. That, that was the Cubs last year. Marcus. Cole, I mean, yeah, that's, that's really was. <laughs> but that's the thing. They, cause they can still like the, the Cubs played that with Strowman. were like, if they were going to be good in any of these years, okay. He helps out if they're not going to be good. And if he's okay, you can then trade him. So they kind of just, you know, they half and half it. It was nuts though to hear Cub fans say that that's proof the Cubs are really they're trying. Like the signing, his signing, it was just him and Suzuki basically, and then Simmons last year, and that that's proof that they're trying. Like I, I just don't buy that that is. I mean, if that's trying, then that's 
It's not really. It was ever. it was year it was year one of their rebuild. It was uh, Edwin Jackson, but better. Yeah, and they Remember just when say, the Cubs signed like Edwin Jackson, Jackson like in twenty thirteen or something. That's Why that's what it was. Edwin Jackson. Thank oh God, dude! What I I still Edwin remember Jackson Edwin Jackson. Fifteen different team legend. Edwin Jackson. Yeah, I mean, yeah, both <laughs> Cubs. Jersey Cubs is insane. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> The craziest no hitter. I think fourteen. When he walked like nine guys. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) I got an Uh, Edwin Jackson autograph when we went to Wrigley one year. I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious, Fizz. I think it's thirteen or fourteen teams. Let's see. Oh yeah, no, it's yeah. Fifteen, I'm pretty sure. I think he's at fifteen. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Looks like. Yeesh. Good old EJ. Yeesh. I still remember when I first started writing for Sports Mockery, Yeesh. Edwin Jackson was still on the Cubs. And I, like, it didn't make any sense because who the fuck cared at that time before the Cubs were good again? But I just had, like, this pent up, like, angst towards him. Like, anything that he would do wrong, I would just jump all over. Like, he was late to a spring training game one time. I was like, what is this idiot doing? <laughs> I mean, he lost 18 games in a season. Like eighteen uh, yeah. games is a lot to lose in a season, no matter who you are, or no matter how bad your team is. That's that's some adversity, uh, to say the least. I mean, seriously, <laughs> folks, go buy some shirts because Mitch really needs. Yeah, Mitch is Mitch is down bad right now. Mitch is down lost, real bad. He lost thirty three games in his two seasons as a Cub. Oof. That's, I mean, that's I mean, that's a bad. Team. That's a bad. He was thirteen and thirty three. Um, whew. All right. A lot of runs. <laughs> Jeez. So, a lot of home runs. 34 homers, too. Another thing I want to talk about. So, I put something on the Twitter machine today. And you should learn your lessons, though, and never do that. I know. I, I... <laughs> is it the one about should you watch cars or not? Or is no. it that? No, it's a different one. No. Um, but apparently, in lieu of the new cover athlete being announced for MLB The Show 23, which is Jazz Chisholm. That's awesome. It looks like it's going to be a really cool. Garcia. That's what I saw on Twitter. Future uh, sock. Um, I was, I fired it up today and I found out you can download the 2005 roster. Somebody spent the time to create and do all the attributes and everything, attributes, for every single player in Major League Baseball in 2005 Dang. and put them on their correct teams. And so I downloaded the roster, and, of course, I started a franchise with the White Sox right away. And I thought it was cool. You know, I was like, oh, this is super neat. You know, this is going to be fun. So I took a picture of the depth chart, and I put up on Twitter. Here's the depth chart. Okay? Like, literally, he went and did everybody. The amount of people that commented – First of all, I didn't make this. So, like, people being like, why is this guy here? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Some dude did it. But, okay, the glaring things that are wrong, and I'm sorry for the people listening. We're going to get into actual. But they have Sebi Savala as the third catcher, and they have Zach Collins as the backup first baseman. Okay. Two glaring bad things. And pardon the pitcher, my windows were open. But sun was shining though. It's nice. The other, yeah, thirty degrees. Lights up the room. Um, thirty and sunny, baby. The other thing that people were really mad about, and this is more what I want to talk about with you guys, is uh, the rankings. 
So the first one being, if you look in the DH here, Frank Thomas is an 82. Now, for those of you not familiar with MLB The Show, a 99 is the highest you can be. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Frank Thomas is an 82. So this one guy was really pissed in my comments. Why is Frank Thomas an 82? One guy was Adam was, I know Adam, Adam's a good dude. He was just like, that seems really low. But this other guy was like really, really mad about it. So I'm just going to say this. It's not just his hitting rankings. Rankings take speed, fielding, like everything else goes into the rankings. So he's very slow. And this is 2005 Frank Thomas. This isn't MVP season Frank Thomas. He's very slow and he's not a very good fielder. And that was the back injury year too. So if it makes anybody feel better, I hit an absolute nuke with him in the one game I played. What's incredible. I, I think he had over 10 home runs that season, despite the few games he did play. I have oh to look yeah. it up, but like, I remember looking, I was like, man, he had that many home runs. I don't remember playing any yep. games. The White Sox that year. Is there, and then people were mad about Joe Creedy 79. Joe Creedy, I know everybody loves Joe Creedy, but 79 is pretty fair for Joe Creedy. I don't know. I thought these rankings were pretty good. Mark Burley's the highest at 96. Paul Canerco's a 91. I hit an absolute, I hit one to the concourse with Canerco. Juan Uribe being an 84, that one's a little bit debatable. Pesednik's an 82, but the reason why Pesednik's an 82 is because he's a 99 speed. Yeah. Uh, the other one people were mad about is Bobby Jenks being an 83. He was a rookie, so you didn't yeah. know yet. Well, right, though. I'm being honest. Like oh, I think these rankings are pretty fucking accurate. And again, the fact that he went and somebody did this for every single team. Like, do you know how much time that would take? And you're right, Mitch. Frank Thomas, 2005, hit 12 home runs in 34 games. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah that was he would have out hit a lot of the white Sox last year he probably would have been, i mean his, I think, fourth 2000 in 2004 in 2004 he hit 18 in 74 games yeah i mean frank thomas can hit man yeah yeah let's call it what it is and i was whoa, gonna say whoa, whoa, whoa. time out time whoa out, time out <gasps> no whoa. i don't know if this is a troll <laughs> Or what, but in the comments, uh, a new listener show where you're always welcome, bud. But if you're going to put comments like that, we're going to talk about it. Commented White Sox should sign Trevor Bauer. I am, he I can tell be you, cheap. I can tell you right now, it's not going to happen, especially with the shit that's going on with Mike Clevenger. They're not going to be like, oh, yeah, we're going <laughs> to sign this guy too. <laughs> Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> The the giggle at the end of that always makes me laugh. Uh, <laughs> uh, just the PR optics alone of that. Yeah. White Sox front office is dumb. I don't think they're that dumb. It'll never happen. Even if the Clevenger stuff never existed, I still don't think that would have happened. But now, especially because of the Clevenger stuff, it definitely won't happen. Like, there, I snowball's chance in hell. I think we brought it up right after the news happened that his suspended was reduced, Trevor Bowers. I think we talked about it a little bit then. But so now a few weeks have passed. Do you think he gets signed by a team? There hasn't been anything. I would say no. I So again, I'm going to file this under never say never, but there could be a team that loses two starters in spring training. 
and yeah, maybe yeah Inj- they gotta sign a guy happen. and there's trevor bauer for you if now if that doesn't happen maybe he goes and pitches a year in japan or some shit like that you know and i know there's this of course cardinals fans want him bad uh he, he that would be too perfect um i know there's this whole contingent of people that are saying like he wasn't tried but there's still the photos there's still the stories there's still all this other stuff like if a team signs him it's not it's not gonna be a good time man and you gotta imagine these teams especially in the day and age we live in now that i just don't think the juice is worth the squeeze for a lot of these teams and if it was I like all those said, I really think he would have been signed by now. But me personally, I just think he's a massive douchebag. I think massive douchebag. I think you're right in where I think he goes. He, I think he plays overseas somewhere. Either if it's like the KBO or in Japan, China, I don't know. And then if there's like injuries mid season or something, or maybe it's until next year. Because, you know, whatever you want to say about the guy, whatever happened or did not happen, mm-hmm. personality-wise, if a guy performs, right? I mean, that's, at the end of the day, that's, some teams are going to say, maybe the juice is worth a squeeze. As the uh, old Patriots, boys will be boys if you have a sub-3 ERA. I, I mean, the Kansas City Royals would be a team that I would not, I don't know why. Because it's Missouri. I, Sorry. <laughs> Mitch is now home state. Uh, Cardinals. Oh, so we are surrounded by Cardinal fans. I mean, that's one of the teams we have to cover for our station. So big Bauer fans there. Big Bauer fans in that state. Like just a mid, good old Midwest team being like, yeah, sure, we'll give you a second chance. Everybody deserves a second chance, right? I can. I mean, I've smaller seen, market. I've seen what Yumper's talking about in the comments. I've seen Cardinals fans being like, "Well, oh, that's yeah. it. He was innocent. Go get him for seven hundred and fifty k and." You know, blah, blah, it's, I just. But, you know, but, I, I don't think this season, I don't, well, I'll say, I don't think he signs before the season begins. That's no. a, that no. is a brutal signing for any team anywhere. Like even the Oakland A's couldn't bury this. I feel like that no. takes like a year of optics, yeah. uh, optics washing to like even make it palatable for pretty much anybody outside of Missouri. So I think that that's a huge like undertaking for any franchise that that would consider that you've got to basically spend an entire year slowly planting little seeds to people need to forget you. about you. No, they yeah. need to forget about you. And he'd have to stay, of course, completely silent. All in that he ain't gonna do that. So but they, yeah, that's the thing. He's, he's no, he will He'll have his YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He still has a YouTube channel. So he still has all this. He's gonna see himself as a redemption story coming back. I beat I beat the system when the system tried to hold me down. Oh, yeah. it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a horrible horrible distraction for any team that signs that guy. He's just he's a turd. He's a turd nugget. The difference between him and a bucket of turds is the bucket. Period. And so nobody really wants that guy around in their in their clubhouse. And you just you're gonna have to really spend a lot of time wiping the uh, um, the anus of public relations and marketing to um, make that palatable for anybody for a while or maybe ever. Just, I can already, I, you know what? By July, I can see this headline by fucking Phil Rogers. He tried to do an Addison Russell redemption arc oh, somehow. Yeah. I can see, like in July, Phil Rogers being like, 
Trevor Bauer deserves a second chance in MLB. I can see that happen. Fucking Phil Rogers. I'm seeing that shit already in like the replies and tweets and shit. Like he was in his, he wasn't found guilty, you know, dude. And the thing is, Bauer has no interest in saying the right things either to to help put this behind him. Like if he was smart, he'd say, look, you know, whatever has happened, you know, I was out of line. I should, you know, I need to learn my lesson and and things that have happened. I feel like I've paid uh, my dues and I I understand and I'm listening. And you know, he could, there's so many things. If he had a good representation, they would just like pull him back and be like, these are what you say. Here's your script. You know, you need to read this script for the next six to eight months and you'll be back. And he won't do it. He just won't. He's a massive deuce canoe. And yeah, he won't. There was a reason he suspended as long as he was. If he was innocent, he would not have received such a long suspension. And the Dodgers, who were in the middle of a World Series run, they're contending for one. I mean, they would have brought him back sooner if they thought he was innocent. We talked about it last week too. People, people that say, "Well, he wasn't found guilty." We, you know, Tony Accardo, the Chicago Outfit's boss for the better part of five decades. Ordered, you know, he's the guy that literally was called Joe Batters, who beat a man to death with a baseball bat during a meeting that you saw in the movie of The Untouchables. They gave it to Al Capone, but in real life, it was Tony Accardo. Tony Accardo never spent a night in jail. Does that mean he's innocent because he was never convicted of anything? No, we know. So, like that, that oh, if yeah, ex- absolutely. And so, this is where we, and, and I'm sure the people that think the Bauer is innocent don't think OJ's innocent, which is ironic, I guess, in a, in a weird way. So, it is, it's, it's, you got to understand that there's just, there's so it's just, oh man, I feel sorry for any team that takes it. Actually, I don't feel sorry for any team that I take. I feel sorry for their fan base. Cause that's going to be, it, it's going to, you're right though. It's going to happen. Someone you know, will. I, I think it's going to be, because the other thing is like, he hasn't pitched in what, like two years. Major so like, he, or yeah. So he's going to, I think he's going to spend this season overseas. Like maybe he'll probably do good. Cause I mean, or he'll be at least, good enough where some team will be like, all right, sure. It's been a year now since the suspension was up. Let's bring him in. Uh, yeah. Karma would be him just sucking ass and, and then yeah. it, it, it's settling itself because of the baseball. God said, yeah, yeah. yeah. pitching to Aaron judge is a little bit different than pitching to the King of Juco on uh TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> So I think he goes. I think he plays a year of Mexican ball or Japanese baseball or something. KBO. You know, Teams up no. with uh, Puig and Russell. He got the, oh, no. I guess his agent finally fired. I guess Rachel, what her name, fired Puig, did she? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. After After the gambling thing. Oh, wait. No. I, well, let's let's get back to some happy stuff. Uh, well, maybe not. Uh, what do you think? Well, you like him, though. You've always liked him. But you thought it was going to be your guy, Julio. Rodriguez on the cover. Yep. And like I think once they kind of teased it, everybody kind of knew it was going to be Jazz. But what what were your thoughts on on Jazz? Does he does he have that star label? You think? I is he deserving? I saw a lot of talk about that. So deserving. First of all, it's very disheartening to see how many grown men are putting this much stock into a cover (laughs) of a video game. Like people are like legit pissed. It's like yeah. First of all, the cover you. You start the game, the cover athlete pops up, you're like pounding the X button the whole time yes, just to get past get, it. Give it to the fucking and then you just get into the game. So I don't understand why people are so upset about it. Second of all, Jazz is fun, dude. Jazz is a perfect cover athlete for a video game. He's young, he's energetic, he's fun, he's you know, he's got this Bahamas background and you know, it's bright and colorful and he gives a lot back to the game and like 
the the introduction video they had him someone playing like loud music on a like a jukebox and like people are dancing he's got the euro step celebration like he's fun dude it's yeah. fun it's a fucking video game it's fun dude like i don't need i mean mike trout is boring you know like you can put mike trout on the cover and it's just like cool yeah <laughs> like, he's bringing good. eagles a sandwich in an eagles jersey and, but <laughs> i mean you could have the the three guys that i thought could have been the cover jazz julio or uh what's the rookie for the astros that had a hell of a postseason Pena, jeremy Pena. those are three guys that would have been great for covers young grow the game fun guys play with a lot of energy good baseball players but i like how they did it with jazz with the the bright colors and the graffiti and like all this stuff like it, it's giving life to this game and it, it yeah. i'm all about it and again it's it's just the cover. The big news is that it's coming out way earlier than usual this year. Okay, okay. Usually it's like beginning of April. It's coming out in March. You can start pre-orders like this week. It's awesome. Uh, tomorrow we get the 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 second cover. The so Jazz is the cover athlete for the standard standard version of the game, and then they always have the Legends edition. So we get the Legends edition reveal tomorrow. There's like last year, a lot of people think it's Jeter. Mm. I Arch saw one piece. that said it was Hank Aaron. And that yeah, was that was I. I know the one you're talking about. That was the dude just doing. There's a lot of people that do concept art for this shit, and he just that one was did pretty it. Pretty sick, though. If it was Hank Aaron, that'd be. Pretty and sick. the thing is, they love Hank Aaron in the game. Hank Aaron's got a card every year. They already have the the rights to his likeness and everything. So Derek Jeter's never been in the game. Oh. So, I'm Derek Jeter out. I see him in too many commercials. Had enough don't 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 even get me started about Derek Jeter. <laughs> Fucking overrated, dude. <laughs> so overrated. How do you really feel? He's just not good at defense. I don't understand how someone can be considered the greatest shortstop of all time and not be good at defense. But anyways, I digress. Uh, yeah, I'm all about. I'm really excited. I mean, I'm obviously as soon as the pre-orders are available, I'm gonna get it deluxe the deluxe edition because I'm an idiot. And yeah, I do want to say I think Yumper or Svo or maybe Yumper and Svo were they were trying to get together an actual MLB the Show league through like. Just- I'm all about that action, but the my problem is when getting into leagues like that is I can only play at certain times. Yeah. So, so I, we do yeah. have to get our draft ready, though. We're gonna. Well, that's coming. That's right. Soon. I got an email third notification annual. the other day. So third are we doing, annual. Are we doing fantasy baseball? Oh yeah, we're doing online do a draft while we're on the show, just like we did last time and the time before. Mitch, you're in this year, bud. Whether that's you like right. it or not, right. you got, you got right. or eight. Are we gonna do twelve spots? Twelve oh, spots. It's gotta be twelve. Yeah. So eight spots up for grab. Yep. And this year we have a merch store, so we can actually give something to the winner. There you mm-hmm. go. Sure. Um, name you get on. a brand new NASCAR Mitch, or, or maybe <laughs> sure you'd actually want that. Probably be the loser's punishment. <laughs> and a fanny pack, or and a tailgate satchel. Tailgate, yeah. six pack satchel. Yep. Very but, easy to make any of those types of shirts. For the loser. Yeah, we'll the make world. no. We'll make a fantasy champion shirt and all that stuff. But Yumper, you're in, bud. Um, I don't know about that guy. Yeah. So we'll we'll figure that out. But that's something to look forward to too. Uh, Mitch, you big star of the season, bud. 
Are you ready for the, the first official season NASCAR minute with NASCAR Mitch? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, the season starts this uh, this Sunday. So really yeah, next week. So this is your big week. preview, dude. This is a big preview. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all right. All right. From the first time live from Missouri, NASCAR Minute with NASCAR Mitch. I'll do the dumbed down version of the storylines. The biggest storyline heading into the season is that Zoe's guy, well, it's only Zoe's guy because of the Bush light cars, uh, Kevin Harvick. He's retiring. Farewell tour. We'll see how he does. Uh, I think it'll be decent. We'll see. His car caught on fire in the playoffs, kind of cut his round short. Meanwhile, Kyle Busch, who had the iconic M&M scheme. Even if you don't like NASCAR, everyone knows what the M&M's car looks like. You've seen I the do. jacket behind home plate. This is the first year M&M's will not be a sponsor. So because of that, he had to switch teams. So Skittles. he has now, um, no, Skittles is out. Mars Candy is out. So now he's being sponsored by like Bet MGM, uh, 3G. Yeah. Everyone wants to go like the new like candy mm. car with edibles or whatever, but we'll see. So he's on an entirely new team. New sponsor. It's going to suck. I mean, Kyle Busch is already, you know, I know one likes him to begin with now. And now he doesn't have the M&M's car. Uh, sorry, Alex, but it's true. It's it's going to suck. Uh, the new car this year, they, they brought it in last year. It had some safety issues. They claim they fixed it. I guess the true test will be at Daytona. People have died at Daytona. Fingers crossed. Nothing happens this year. Jesus, we I shall see. <laughs> yeah, well, and you put up Jeez. a brain. Just throw that in there. People have hey, died no, there. It's true. Well, like last year, like they were getting injuries. Like, like people were out for like concussions, which like usually never happens. So like, the car put on some good races, a little dangerous. We'll see if they fix the safety concerns. Also, they made some new rules. Some of them I like, some of them I don't. So NASCAR now, if you win, you're in the playoffs. Doesn't like when you're in, unless you're outside the top 30. Now anyone can get in, even if you're outside the top 30, if you win a race, which not gonna, I'll be honest, not a huge fan of that rule. But the big one, road courses. They used to break them up into stages. So with a road course, when you break it up into a stage and they reset, like you're kind of screwed if you like go for stage points. So now they're getting rid of the stages. I know you guys don't know what that means, but trust me, it's a big deal. It'll improve the road course. <laughs> this is literally my face when you describe this. Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is me calling for help. Yeah. And then the last big couple things, uh, they got three huge races this year. The uh, highlight starting off Clash the Coliseum. I was at that race last year. This was before I became like a big NASCAR fan. It was honestly one of the coolest sporting events I've ever been to, racing in the Coliseum. Come on, can't beat that. And then Pitbull had a concert. Uh, then they have in the Chicago Street Course race. <laughs> and then um, Pitbull had a concert. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Pitbull and Ice Cube performed in the middle of the race. It was great. You couldn't beat it. Uh, then they got a Chicago street course. They announced their lineup too of concerts. Not that good. I mean, they got the black crows, I guess. If you're into that. Whoa. Oh, especially since I, you just hyped up Pitbull. You're yeah. not going to follow yeah. up. No, how do you not Pitbull? like Pitbull? No, Mr. Worldwide. The black crows. I mean, 10 be... years ago, black crows. Absolutely. I mean, but if that's your headliner, well, who else do they got? Imagine dragons. I think who else is on there? Again, easy, easy, careful. You're, Tread lightly. Got two different. I'm not going to stop you from trashing Imagine Dragons, but Black Crows. Yeah, another I'll, I'll ban another Bonanza product. Was, Dan Reynolds, another Bonanza product. There was a product. heated debate Perfect. in the NASCAR chat about this. Um, but, and then the last it. race is at North Wilkesboro. It's at like some dumpy-ass track that everyone's like, oh, it's so historic. I mean, I don't think it's that big of a deal. But yeah, so there's your three yeah, fuck history. Big tracks. 
Well, it's a stupid track. They left it for a reason because it sucked. The racing there stunk. And they tried to bring it back because, like, Dale Earnhardt Jr. was like, oh, you know, this iconic track. We're going to bring it back. So they had, like, a late mod race there. And it was terrible. Like, oh, you couldn't get in and out from traffic. There's some grandstands there. There's, like, a porta potty for the bathroom. And he's like, wow, you know, this really brought a tear to my eye. It was, like, back in the good old days. It's like, all right. You probably I got mean, a I sick Hummer in that porta john. Time. Yeah. <laughs> Where is I, it? Where is I actually, I actually agree with the comments. Mitch. I would pay money to watch you dancing at a Pitbull concert. <laughs> you know what? If if Daniel Suarez wins the Daytona 500, I will put on Pitbull live on the show, and I will dance the next uh, the next. I know episode who I'm now. rooting for now. Okay, I, okay. I know who I'm there rooting for. Oh my God, the whiteness level is going to be off the charts. It's going to be white. Oh, it's going to be bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it won't be pretty. Oh my God! That's your NASCAR yeah. minute. Next week is really going to bring the heat. You'll get the good stuff back. I, we, you know, we play. I definitely played you off the stage. Wait, Mitch. Mitch, That's what right. area code are you in in Missouri now? Uh, six. I really should know this. Hold up. Hold up. I what do you think? About, I, I found a picture um, of Pitbull, by the way. <laughs> that, that's six five uh, six five two seven zero. Oh. I'm oh, close to area Columbia. Code, area code. Not the area code. Not the oh, code. Um, my bad. Uh, eight uh, eight one six. I believe eight one six. Shirt idea. Pitbull is Mister three zero five. Mitch. Mister eight one six. Mister eight one six. Somebody uh, do a sketch of Mitch looking like Pitbull, and then <laughs> there we go. <laughs> we can do Mister Eight One Six. See, go buy a shirt, Andy. There you go. Ah, buddy. All right, fellas, you got anything else? Oh, well, no Kevin brought it up in the chat. Shout out Cubs legend Dexter Fowler, retired. Oh yeah, 2016 World Series champ, joining the Marquee Sports Network now as an analyst. Good for him. He's Get now he's now one of like seven thousand analysts on Marquee Sports Network. Yep. <laughs> Good for him. But hey, nice little uh, retirement parachute. Oh yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm not sure he's not getting Tom Brady money that 375 mil he got for. Yeah. But. <laughs> That's crazy. Did you see that number? Brady made three hundred and thirty-three million as an NFL player, and then he signed a contract to broadcast for three seventy-five. Well, he's gonna need it after uh, the FTX thing. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that plus alimony and shit. Woo, girl. Man, she, she breaking up, breaking up your marriage for uh, to get blown out by the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, breaking up Did your marriage. To be... She makes more money than him, though. I think she, she makes does. more money. Yeah, he probably collects alimony. He's going to be collecting alimony himself. He's out of work. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, shout out Dexter Fowler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was he was definitely a uh, all time you go we go guy. Oh, oh yeah, well, I mean, I mean, 2016, how he showed up at the day of camp, first day of camp, just surprised the whole. I mean, it, that was one of those tone setting moments of that magical 2016 season. Was that moment? That's where you knew something special was already on the way, and the Cubs just it 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 was a stroke of genius the way they did it, and and obviously the kind of the well he's just he's well liked. Uh, I don't think you have a person in the league that'll say a bad thing about Dexter Fowler. Like seriously, everybody likes Dex. 
I mean, he's Dex. And so, I mean, he's nice to everybody. I mean, in the weird world of things, Shreve, who's a pitcher, those guys are friends. Like, it, it, he, he's just nice to everybody. He's a good person. So it's uh, it'll be fun to watch. I mean, that, that's probably one of the more enjoyable parts about, I think, Marquee Network will be watching him just because you know, two years and you feel like he's like a lifelong cub. Well, he's another guy. Big smile, always good for the game. Great locker room guy. I, I hated seeing him in St. Louis and hated even more hearing the stories about how fans were treating him uh, and his family. Missouri. Before, uh, before John Heyman reported Aaron. people. <laughs> before John Heyman reported Aaron Judge to the Giants this past offseason or all the arson, Correa shit arson, that happened. Arson Judge. Arson Judge. Mike Judge. It's Mike Judge. Dexter Fowler back in 2016, that offseason, Buster only either like a week or a couple weeks before reported Dexter Fowler signing a three-year deal with the Baltimore Orioles. And then we didn't hear anything for like a week. And we're like, fuck, that sucks. The Cubs need a center fielder. They need a leadoff man. And like you said, Kevin, he just shows up at Sloan Park. He's back. The vibes were on from that point on. What a magical seat. And the Cubs leadoff man. Haven't been the same ever since. They're they're still looking for a lead. Yeah, guy. So yeah, they haven't found it since. That was a pretty cool baseball moment, though, for him to just show up to spring training. And then the image of everyone standing around the pitcher's mound and him walking up and like hugging everybody and all that shit. That was pretty cool from I mean, the baseball fan standpoint. That was game seven homer. I mean, yep. Oh, uh, dude, I saw a video of like it's just the reaction just from the stands in Cleveland. Oh. You you literally would have thought it was at Wrigley Field. How loud it was! Oh, something else, man. Something else. I mean, good, as, good times, good times, good times. And then oh, like I need more. Got to do it. By the way, I got the list for the people. Um, oh, I, so, all right. Just just for just for uh, the sake of wrapping up the the NASCAR minute here. These are the people performing in Chicago. So for a non NASCAR fan, let me know if this would be enough for you to check it out. They get. Uh, the Chainsmokers, Miranda no. Lambert, the Black no. Crows, and yes. Charlie Sprocket. That's not a good lineup. Toad the Wet Sprocket? No, he doesn't know who that is, Fitz. Oh, Who's the last bad. one? Charlie Crockett? Yeah. Charlie who? <laughs> who the? Miranda Lambert's not terrible. And if you're bored uh, on Twitter, Search Miranda Lambert dump truck. Oh man, dude, that's like um, he's a shoot on tin cans. But I'm just uh, clown. He's new, huh? Ish. I don't know that guy, but I'd go see the Black Crows. But yep. end a list there. They're playing here in a couple weeks. Yeah. Um. But also, I have another point. This Padres pitch is shitting bricks right now. Why? Cause Danny fucking Burgess is up and back. Guy just started Shake Shack straight to the dugout. I wish that was our video. We would make a, he's ordering Shake Shack straight to the dugout shirt. So Looking fast. back at that video, he has such an athletic looking uh, batting stance too. And it's just hilarious because obviously he's a big dude. <laughs> I, I said, I, uh, like MLB or somebody did something where they followed him around for a day. He's he's very well dressed, very stylish guy. Like people like him. He's very personable. Like he's just he's a good dude. Danny fucking Burgers. Cubs legend. Did you, uh, did you guys see that uh, ML Game Day MLB? Uh, I don't know who that is. Uh, that's a pretty about ten thousand followers. 
top ten worst stadiums in the MLB. No, that that account sucks. That White that, Sox. Those are the guys that the rate at four. Those are the guy. Well, first of all, he calls it guaranteed rate. Something he's stadium. Yeah, uh, and second of all, that's the guy that ripped uh, Soxwood's Sox artwork and didn't give him any credit. Uh, same, that's the same account too. That's the one that yeah. used the, the lurie. Yeah, that's game day. So fuck that guy. Stop following game day. Follow Pinwheels and Ivy Podcast. Subscribe, 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 on YouTube. subscribe, 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 subscribe. Subscribe. Uh, I mean, and buy a shirt because this is like getting ridiculous with Mitch. This buy a shirt eight, to eight save Mitch's internet. internet. Dropped. Oh, again. I mean, Ow. gee. Um, Spring training again, games three weeks away, guys. Three weeks yeah. away, fellas. And to wrap, to remind everything, to wrap everybody up here, we have the subscription. If we get to a thousand subscribers by opening day, we're giving away good White Sox and Cubs tickets. Dealer's choice there. Get excited about it. Wow, that is really comes in really hot. That's really loud. Um, We have a new store. Go buy merch. And if I see you in the wild wearing a Pinwheels and Ivy tailgate satchel, automatic three free drinks for me. I think that's about it for right now. Oh, if you guys aren't doing anything on Monday, I'm going to be on the Aju with Beef Loaf. Oh, nice. Okay. okay. Talking about uh, vibes. Nice. We got a Bruhan Luke's coming on the Tainted Glove this week, too. If you like uh, beer stuff. Beer stuff. Beer stuff. And we're going to talk about Beef Loaf. What do you guys about cattle reports? Wait, wait, Zoe. Zoe, give us us a little tease. Who's one guy that you're going to take fans or fans are going to be surprised about? You don't have to say. No, I mean. I feel like this team right now, players are giving off a lot of different vibes. And Beef wrote his article about it, and that's what mm-hmm. started this whole thing. Because you guys, I mean, you guys do the show with me every week. You know I'm a big vibe guy. And so that's why I think he reached out for me to be on the show this week. But, like, like right now I'm getting very good vibes off of, like, a Lucas Giolito. Like, the vibes are high with him right now. Okay, and okay. big comeback vibes from, like, Yasmani Grandal. And just stuff like that. We're going to go into stuff. There's not too many guys on this team that I'd say I get. Like, Clevenger is obviously just garbage. Um, front office, bad vibes coming from the front office. Joe Kelly? You know what? Not great. Oh, wow. Not 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 getting a great feeling off him this year, especially don't like the way his book's coming across. Okay. It's really, really fucking whiny. Okay. Do you really? read the book? No. <laughs> even have pictures. What the hell is this? That's the funniest thing you've said on the show. Is it a pop? Is it a pop-up book? Well, I mean, you can't judge the man's book. Look how he has a book. What? Yeah, I read trans. I saw the transcripts. Like ghost written. What the hell? It does sound I, pretty whiny for what he's describing. It's a whole lot. It, of it, there's like the, the the second half of the book. From what the review I read, the second half of the book is just him crying about the Astros. Yeah, like that's like the whole like second like. They're like the first five chapters are about life and baseball and adversity he took on, and then like the last like six chapters are just him bitching about the Astros. See, they, they needed to come out like in twenty twenty. Yes. Like they they want it, they want it. They're the, they're the real deal, guys. Like it sucks. Yeah, they cheated, but so so was everybody else, and they still won. Yeah, and they fucking played very good baseball this last year. Like that 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 was really the only way they can really kill that narrative. 
Yeah. Yep. Was by doing what they did last year. And they did. And I mean, and they did, yeah. That painter of the rookie they got, that kid, that kid's going to be the truth for a long time. So the fact that they are able to just seamlessly move away from a Carlos Correa yep. into this rookie that's just lights out, you know? So, all right, Mitch. Fuck, dude. <laughs> just save your data, dude. Just kill your internet. It's we're done. We're done this week. For, so for Mitch, Fids, that's all though. I'm so subscribe, 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 and then subscribe again. We'll see you guys next week when Mitch has internet. Buy a fanny pack of beers. This Padres bitch is shitting bricks right now. Why? Cause Danny fucking Burgess is up and back. Guy just started Shake Shack straight to the dugout. Rebuild of the favorites. We here for the latest. Yeah. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. <laughs> it's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantees or the whole league that we here now. New show with a new move. Discussions and interviews. Trade rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for, yeah You can put it on the boy, yeah Every season, nigga, it all change Take me out to the bar game This is what you waiting for, yeah You can put it on the boy, yeah Every season, nigga, it all change Take me out to the bar game This is what you waiting for, yeah can put it on a boy, yeah. Put it on a boy. Every season make it all change. Every season make it all change. Take me out to the ball game.